BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Man to man is so unjust. Children, yeah, don't know who to trust. Your worst enemy could be your best friend. And your best friend, your worst enemy. Some will eat and drink with you. Nevada. Today is Wednesday the 13th. Have I got? Yeah, Wednesday the 13th of September 2017 and the hour is 1 p.m. Actually, it's 1.01 p.m. So guys, welcome, welcome. I'm flying solo today. Um, I had a little bit of a family emergency in the UK, which means that my co-host, Olivia Lashley, um, who's my sister, will not be joining us today. So that being said, guys, I hope that you have had an amazing week. I mean, literally, an amazing, amazing week. And once again, welcome to the show. You're live with Dr. Wendy Dearborn for an episode of My Life, My Choice. Today is Wednesday, the 13th of September, 2000, yeah, 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. And today, we're actually going to be talking about isn't this how the laws of attraction work? Perhaps it should say works. Who knows? Isn't this how the laws of attraction work? And that should say work. I'm going to change that because I can. Because it's who I am. It's because it's who I am. Right, guys. Isn't it how the laws of attraction work? Isn't this how the laws of attraction work? Works. Right, and that's a really good question. That's a, that's a really, 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 really good question. As you know, for those of you who actually do listen to the show and listen to my Facebook lives and all the things that I do, read my blogs, etc., 
you know that I am into the universal laws of attraction. I'm into the work, the workings of the universal laws of attraction. And it's vitally important that people understand that it is the laws, plural, of attraction and not the law. Many people talk about the law of attraction. And I think um, in, in my bullet points today, I actually speak about the laws and the law of attraction. And there's actually a huge, there's, there's, there's a huge difference, a, a huge difference, a huge difference. And um, we're taught some stuff that is right in part, but in the other part, it's not right. And so, therefore, when we go to use the universal laws of attraction, it actually creates uh, the universal law of attraction. It creates, creates a dynamic where we don't get what we want. So it's helpful having an understanding of how the universal laws of attraction work together. Whether you are wanting to use them consciously or not, and what I'm saying here is simply this, whether you actively set out with conscious intention to actually u- utilize the universal laws and or just be swept along with the tide of life, having an understanding of how you are getting to where you are getting or how you have got to where you have got or how to get to where it is that you want to go is vitally important. You see, the laws, and again, it's laws and not law of attraction. So the laws of attraction are the natural laws, the spiritual laws, God law, God's laws, or your chosen deity's laws. You see, whatever title you want to put on it is fine. But one thing you need to understand is that these laws are immutable and they are exacting by nature. These laws are immutable and they are exacting by nature. And that's huge. These laws are unchangeable. And while there's a fluidity about the way in which energy flows and it moves, these laws are immutable and they are exacting. They will, they will do what they have said they will do. They will produce what they have said that they will produce. So these laws, while they are malleable to who you are and how you're showing up in this life, understand that they are immutable. They are unchangeable. You know, it's like, yes, the universal law wraps around you or the universal laws wrap around you based on who you are. But that's all they do. They do not change for you. They mold with you. And yet still, they remain true to the of who they are. So, okay, in my head I'm hearing, give give an instance. Um, The universal law of love. The universal law of love is the universal law of love. Love is a transmutive or transmutative I think it's transmuted energy or love transmutes things. Okay. We, we, we understand love to be, you know, this great feeling that we have for one another or the intimate feeling, you know, yada, yada, yada. Love, the actual vibrationary frequency of love is about transmutation. It's about transforming 
things. So you can be um, you can be a, a, a wicked person, a not nice person, and yet still the universal law of love will transmute for you because that's what it does. You could be termed as the most wonderful person in, in, in the world, and the universal law will transmute things for you too. You see, as I go on to say, and I will say this, and I know I'm going to repeat myself, the universal laws are unbiased. Okay? They're unbiased. They, they don't have a bias. But it's really important to remember that they are immutable and they are exacting. They are going to do what they are designed to do. And they do it with a precision that I, I, I can't even begin to think of what to, what to um, equate the precision with, that they do this. See, these two facts, immutable are exacting, say all when it comes to universal laws and how they, how they unfold things in our lives. You see, wherever you find yourself at this moment in time is a result of the things that you have done. It's a result of the universal laws that you have put into motion. Uh, the universal laws that you have actually um, uh, uh, invoked through the power of your word. You see, the laws exhibit, exhibit the true meaning also of detached involvement. And this is another thing when I say they're immutable and exacting. The laws exhibit the true meaning of detached involvement. And what I mean by this is the universal laws are unemotional. They're unbiased and they're detached. Ironically, the laws care less. The universal laws care less about our gender, our race, our age, our financial wherewithal, whether we are poor, whether we are rich, whether we are good, whether we are bad, whether we suffer from infirmities, disease, disorders, mental disorders. And believe, and, and believe it or not, it doesn't matter what our spiritual and or religious beliefs are, what our fundamental beliefs are. The laws don't care, guys. You see, we have attached the human emotion to everything that we do, and rightly so, because at the end of the day, we are spiritual beings having that emotional experience. The human experience is about emotions. The human experience is all about emotions. And for those of you who actually, um, again, who, who know my story, while I would say, um, having had a near-death experience, my, my experience was this. While in the spiritual realm, there is great compassion, passion for what we are experiencing here, yet still there is a sense of I don't know why they do this. It would be so simple, so much simpler if you or if we as human beings having this emotional experience here, if we were just true to ourselves. And that's something that's a fact. It's it, it, it just be true to self. But that's about the learning that we are, the, the things that we are learning while we are here. But that being said, as I said before, guys, look, the, the, the universal laws, spiritual laws, natural laws, God's laws, they care less about 
you know, our race, our gender, etc. And yet each law individually and collectively, each law is very, very much involved, intricacies of our life. So much so, these laws assist and support us in our ability to manifest. That's how enmeshed they are. But yet still, at a level, they couldn't care less about some of the things that we care about because it's not the, 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 the function of the universal law to care. The universal laws are out there for us or invoked from within us to do what it is that we have asked it to do. And it's as simple as that. It sounds somewhat robotic and some, somewhat, to some degree, it is, but yet still not so because it's fluid enough, it's malleable enough to work within the premise of who we are because each one of us is individual. Each one of us is separate. Each one of us is, a, it, it, we are our own entity. There is absolutely nobody out there like you. There never can be because you are unique. You are just simply you. So the laws, the laws in themselves have one function and one function only. And listen up, guys, because it's to take the energy that you are transmitting to a receiver. Okay, guys? To take the energy the energy of love, which is all about transmutation, to take the energy that you are transmitting to a receiver. And that receiver will always be on the same frequency as you and bring about a natural conclusion to the circuit. And that natural conclusion to that circuit is manifesting in your life, in, in, in your life, the tangible or solid form of your frequency. Okay, guys, so again, listen up, hear me clearly. The universal law has one function and one function only. And that's to take energy, your energy, the thing that you have said that you really want, the thing in your heart of hearts that you want. The thing in your heart of hearts that you are asking for. And take that and transmit it through to a receiver. And that receiver will always be on the same frequency as you. That's the only way it can be received. You can't transmit something to to a receiver and you guys not be on the same frequency. It's like trying to find um, a, a, a dial on, on the radio or even, you know, somewhere somewhere to log in with your phone, you know, um, trying to find a, a signal for your phone. If you are not on the same frequency, you're not going to find that signal. And you see, the function of that receiver is to bring to a natural conclusion to to, to bring to a natural conclusion that circuit, that thing that you've sent out, it's going to come back to you when I say circuit, by manifesting the thing that you have said that you have wanted in your heart of heart, the thing that you have asked for in your heart of heart, 
It's to bring that to tangible form. And it brings it into tangible form in the form of manifestation. And the manifestation could be, you know, you could you could be trying to manifest love. And for you, what keeps manifesting in your life is you keep making more money. But yet still, somewhere you've been saying to yourself, no, I want a love interest in my life. I want a relationship in my life. Well, you see, the name of the game is be very specific in what you're asking for. You see, in your heart of hearts, you could really love money. And that could be that's the driving force for you that allows you to change your world as you see fit. And of course, you talk about love and the universal law, here's what you're saying. The universal law doesn't hear, I want a, a, a relationship with another human being. That's not what the universal law heard. The universal law heard you say, through your love, you want to bring about a change. Or through love, you want to bring about a change. But in your hearts of hearts, your love, is, you, your love is for money. And there's nothing wrong with that. More power to you. And so as a result, you keep manifesting money and you don't manifest the male or female or whatever it is that you're wanting for your life. You see, guys, it's time to really start um, doing your own due diligence and looking at the situation from a different viewpoint. Change your viewfinder lens. Change your stance. Change how you look at it. Ask yourself, what, what if? What does it look like? You know, there are people who are, are working very, 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 very much using the universal laws of attraction. And they can't seem to get any headway. They can't seem to to get any traction. It doesn't work. And I've said this before on the show many, many times. You know, people are doing their manifestations. They're, 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 they're doing, um, you know, their, their affirmations. They've done the vision board. They're meditating. They're doing all the stuff that these gurus have told them to do. And yet still, the thing that they say that they want isn't manifesting. And what they're finding is that the things that they are feeling that they don't want these are the things that they are manifesting in their lives. Well, you need to give yourself a, a checkup from the neck up, as Jesse, Coach Jesse Farrell would say. Give yourself a checkup from the neck up. It's really important that you, you understand what these are. And true thought processes, authentic thought processes, i.e. your beliefs, it's vitally important that you know where your beliefs are coming from. You see... The energy that you put out there that is being transmitted and being transmitted to a, a, a receiver, when it comes back to you, it brings back to you your beliefs in solid form. And it brings you back your beliefs in solid form in a way that you are able to identify with this solid form Using your five senses, your ability to touch, taste, see, hear, smell, um, and see. So it brings it back in a form, a physical form, that you're able to say, oh, yeah. And the name of the game, guys, is simply this. Whether you're doing this consciously or unconsciously, it doesn't matter to the law. It doesn't matter to the law. 
because we are governed by them and our lives manifest according to the laws that you invoke by the laws. And we know that we're governed by the laws because of the stuff that happens in our lives. I mean, stuff happens, you're like, oh my God, where did that come from? Well, it's something that you did. It's something that you did that invoked a law. So until such time that you truly start looking at the words that are coming out of your mouth, reflecting on the thoughts that you have that are going on inside of your head, and truly, truly looking in your heart of heart for the beliefs that you have, the prejudices, the likes, the dislikes, the back down memory lane shit that doesn't serve you. It's really important that you start looking in your heart of heart so that you can determine what your belief is. Because according to your belief, this is what will manifest in your life. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man believeth, as a man thinketh, so in his heart, so is he. It's what you believe. So guys, I hope that this particular portion, I'm hoping this is abundantly clear because it really does need to be clear. You really do need this understanding. And it's these nuances. You know, the memes that I put out are called the nuances of life. And it's these nuances that are so, so, so important. It's having this greater understanding and this greater knowledge and using it that assists and supports you in being able to manifest what you want. Now, yesterday I was talking to the ladies at Shade Tree and one of the residents, she said to me, what was the first thing that you remember manifesting? And, you know, that that stopped me in my tracks because I'd never, ever really thought about that. And the first thing that I actually remember manifesting was this big doll. It was like one of them Shirley Temple dolls. Only mine was a brunette. So if we're looking at um, uh, whoever killed uh, something or another, Baby Jane with um, Betty Davis and Joan Crawford, I guess I got the Joan Crawford version. But, um, yeah, I wanted this doll, you know, because my next-door neighbor she had one of those, and it was a walkie-talkie doll, and you kind of pulled the back, and this doll walked. I mean, the doll was, I don't know, maybe about two feet high. It was a big dog, big dog. It was a big doll. I mean, it was a walkie-talkie. And yes, I got one of those dolls. I got a brunette, but all she did was stand there. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was so disappointed because I wanted this doll to walk and talk. And when I mentioned my disappointment to my mother, and I had to have been all of like six, seven-ish, something that, that sort of age, six or seven. When I mentioned that to my mom, my mom said to me, well, you didn't say to me that you wanted a doll that walked and talked. You just said you wanted a big doll. And that was true. That was true. The ungrateful child that I was. That was true. And that was one of the first the first lessons that I remember personally with manifesting and not manifesting right, not manifesting by saying or, or asking specifically for what I want. 
or for what I wanted. So it's really important to understand that um, it's really important to understand that, uh, uh, let me back up, what flashed through my head, why, why I um, hesitated was, in my heart of hearts, I just wanted a big doll. And, and that's the God's honest truth. I just wanted a big doll in my hearts of hearts. And that's exactly what I got. The walkie-talkie part of the doll, incidental, but I just wanted a big doll just like um, my next door neighbor, who was so spoiled. She was so spoiled. She had everything. Lego, toy town. I mean, she had everything. Train. She was the only child. She was the only child of an only child. And she was spoiled rotten. She was spoiled rotten until her sister came along. Ha. And that changed all of that. But anyway, that being said, that was my little thing. Did you get that? Um, that being said, guys, the laws can only be invoked. The, the laws can only be invoked by your true and authentic belief. This is something that I've just said. Um, and ah, as I was explaining to the ladies yesterday, invoking the universal laws isn't about your mantra, your prayers, your, your, your hopes, even your faith. The laws can only be invoked by the belief that you have. And that's bottom line. You know, I have a a webinar about that, and you can you can find that on Vimeo, the art of make belief, and I talk in great great depth about belief and um, how powerful it is. It is the all-consuming power in our lives. What we believe. Now, before I go on, before I go on, um, can, can, we, can we change our beliefs? Yes, we can. Do prayers, mantra, visualization, God knows meditation. You all should be meditating. If you're not meditating, y'all need to be meditating. All of that can help to change your belief. All of those things can help you to let go of things that no longer serve you and fill that space with things that will. So when you look at your macrosphere, you know, you look at your life, what you really do see is your belief staring back at you. Do you like what you see? Do you like that you may or may not have enough money coming in either way? The fact that you may not have the love interest that you want in your life, and I'm talking about the intimate love interest. The fact that you might not have the, 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 the friends or the, the, the family connections that you want, or you do have them. The fact that you may not or you may be in a career that you want and or don't want. The fact that you are tired all the time and or energized. Guys, what you see, the fact that your house, your house is in disarray or the fact that your house is so clean, um, people are afraid to, to even come there because it's almost sterile. This is belief that you carry within your heart of hearts. 
This is the belief. So when you actually look at your macrosphere, when you look around, it will tell you what's going on for you. You know, this, this past year, I have to say, with all the things that I do, I've been really sketchy um, with my memes, uh, even with the radio show, my blogging, uh, my video, my, my, my vlogs, my video recordings, the, the cooking videos. I've been really sketchy. And that is a result of what's going on inside for me in my hearts of hearts. You know, lots of stuff happened to me towards the end of last year, and I'm still reeling from that. This, this, this whole year, right into what we in the ninth month, this whole, this whole year has been really um, trying to find my equilibrium. And I want to say perhaps six weeks ago to maybe, yeah, six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago, I decided that I'm going to take my life back and I have a, a, the, the class that I, that I teach when I go to talk with the ladies at Shade Tree. It's called Taking My Life Back. And I was giving myself a good dose of that medicine. I was giving myself a dose of I'm taking my life back. And as I looked around my macrosphere and my home, where you live, where you dwell, and of course if you have your own office space, but where you live, will give you a good indication of where you are internally. And I looked at my, my, my closet. And yes, my closet is a shared space with my husband. I looked at my office, in my particular office, because I have my, in, in my office, at my office, and my home office. I looked into the, the filing cabinets, and I looked in this. And everywhere I looked, while things were stacked up neatly, it was in disarray. I had all this stuff that I didn't need. I had all this stuff that had no bearing on my life anymore. I had stuff that my thigh couldn't even fit into. I had stuff that I didn't even know how, how it got into the, the, the office drawer or the office filing cabinet. I didn't even know if it belonged to me. I didn't know if it belonged to me. And as I looked at all this stuff, I said, enough is enough. And I lay in bed one Sunday morning and I got up and I said, you know what? Today's the day. And I commenced to go through my closet. I commenced to go through my chest of drawers. I commenced to go through, told my husband, darling, you need to take care of your stuff because if you don't, and I think you don't want it, it's gone. And he realized I was serious. I went through jewelry. I went through everything. And then I came into my office and I did the same thing. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free 
free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. I had books, I had papers, I called the um, Gone for Good, that's one of those shredding companies that come, I called Gone for Good, I was serious, Gone for Good, some of that stuff it needed, to, I was telling you, I had records, records of when I had my own company in, in the United Kingdom, I haven't lived in the United Kingdom for over 23 years. I haven't lived at home for over 20, 25 or what have you. I'm sorry, I haven't lived at home for over 30, 32, for over 32 years. 25. I haven't lived at home for over 30, 32 years. And I still had papers from when I had started a small company back then. So again, all of that needed to go. All of that needed to go because this truly was a reflection of what was going on inside my heart of hearts. And once all that stuff was gone, I could replace it with the things that I want. And again, that's work that you have to do. We've done several shows on that. And that's work that you have to do for yourself. And so therefore, therefore, in doing that, I was able to clear space. Even now, I come upstairs and it's like I feel the energy can flow. It's not stagnant or it's not, it's not staccatoed or, 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 or fractured. You know, the energy just flows. The energy just flows. But that being said, getting back to um, what I was saying, when you look at your macrosphere, as you look at your life, You'll be able to see your life staring right back at you. Again, where you dwell, where you live, where you actually physically live is a really good indication. Um, and where you have your space, because you know, like within most people within their house, they have their own little, their own little niche, you know, and even if it's your side of the couch where you sit, you'll be able to see what that's like. It, are there crumbs around there? Are your books left there? Are your keys there? Are things strewn about there? In your little square, you know, do you have magazines laying around? It will be, you'll be able to see. You, you will be able to see. Your health is another one. Your health. Look, actually, maybe I need to do a shot. I need to note this down. What is your health telling you? How about that? What is your health? Telling you. Telling you. Okay? Your health also 
is something that, that will be talking to you and telling you where you are living emotionally. And not only that, everything gives you a good indication of what you need to do to change it. So do you like what you see? Do you want to experience something different? Do you like what you're experiencing in your life? Do you like the way people are interacting with you in your life? If the answer to all of that is no, then it's up to you to change the inner you so that you can invoke with belief the universal law or laws that are necessary for you to make the changes where changes need to be made. And again, the laws can only be invoked by your true and authentic belief. So based on what's happening in your life, and this may sound harsh, it may sound cruel, daunting, or overwhelming. However, guys, the reality is this, that ah, by having an understanding of the laws and using that knowledge, it puts you, look, based on what is happening in your life, and again, this may sound harsh, it may even sound cruel or overwhelming. Where you find yourself is based on the things that you have done. Now, that doesn't mean, it's not about condoning action or, or casting blame. It just is. And you see, guys, when you have an understanding of this and an understanding of the law, which is the law, you make a choice in your heart of hearts with belief. It's going to happen. Look, if you're in a relationship and you feel less of you, less, less than, or you feel that um, in order for you to maintain this relationship, you in your heart of hearts have to put up and shut up, you're going to find yourself in an abusive situation. Because if this is your authentic and true belief or if this is a true belief and an authentic belief but based on learned behaviors that no longer serve you this is going to manifest in your life and it's going to manifest because of your belief and you see people when, when, when I say this to people as gently as I can people think it's harsh they think I'm being cruel um, they feel overwhelmed, they feel guilty, but it's not about that. You see, what it truly is about is you having an understanding of the laws and using that knowledge and using that knowledge to put you squarely in a position of empowerment and empowerment over your life so that you can do what you want to do, you can have what you want to have and remove the guesswork that many of us um, uh, struggle with when dealing with the laws of attraction or even if we're not dealing with the laws of attraction many of us struggle with these the guesswork and the uncertainty in our lives many of us do especially when we're trying to meet an end goal or make the goal manifest or make something happen or wanting something to happen you see when you have this understanding of the law and use that knowledge so that you are empowered. You become the alchemist of your life. You become the person who moves the molecules so that the manifestation is guaranteed to happen. 
You know, there's no more leaving your life up to chance or up to, you know, I say chance. Yeah, you, there's no more leaving your life up to chance or in the hands of fate or to, um, or to lady, lady luck. Okay? No more. Absolutely no more. No more. You have control over your life. And that is what you are wanting. You have control over your life. Now understand, you only have control. You only have control over, over what is going on in your life, per se, um, the things that you do. You don't have control over things external to you. And this is where many of us fall down because we believe that we have control over things that are external to us, and we don't. We absolutely don't. So that being said, guys, when you begin looking at the spiritual laws, and I really mean begin looking at your life and the spiritual laws, you will be able to see pattern forming. And it's much like a gigantic jigsaw puzzle. And, and it's huge. The, the, the universal laws almost fit seamlessly together. The laws, which, which this is why, okay, some of the laws, are so similar in nature. Nature, they have a tendency, um, we have a tendency to kind of overlook them. And it's these nuances that, I, that I'm speaking about. And as a result of overlooking these laws, uh, excuse me, as a result of overlooking these nuances, we miss the proverbial boat and we are left asking the question, why is it that I'm always unable to attract what I want into my life, or why I'm always bringing this into my life. And people do ask that question. And that always amazes me, because people do always ask that question, you know, why am I always bringing this stuff into my life? Why do I always do this to myself? But yet still, people will then ignore that expression of, of self and go outside as to, they're doing this to me, they're doing that to me. But people do ask the question, why is this always happening in my life? Why am I always doing this to myself? Why does this always happen to me? And when people ask that question, what it is, what they are doing or what you are doing is truly going intrinsically and tapping into self because you realize at a core level of who you are, nothing can happen to you. Everything happens for you. So nothing can happen to you. Everything happens for you, and it happens for you because of something that you have done to attract it. So, okay, guys, let's actually take a look at how this works. Because as I was saying, the laws, they do fit seamlessly together. Um, it's a given that you've made a choice. You all know me. Choice is the first universal law. Okay, the universal laws of the universal law, choice is the first one. So the universal law of action, which is an um, energetic motion needed to start things off, requires the universal law of command to be invoked first. Without the law of command being invoked, the universal law of attraction 
which is the, the universal law of magnetism in the manifestation process remains dormant. Okay, guys, so did you get that? So, in a nutshell, the law of reaction then comes into play, showing you that something is off track, because what you want has not, will not, and never will manifest in your life. So, guys, can you actually see the interplay here, and the importance, and the understanding of the nuances associated with the spiritual laws? So, okay, now I'm going to break it down this way. I'll break it down like this. Number one, based on your belief, you make a choice. Choice is the first universal law in the laws of attraction. Then you make the command. You ask for what you want. That's the command. And that is the second law. The third law, the third law comes into play with action. And that action sets off that energetic frequency along that it sets off that energetic frequency that you transmit to the receiver. So it can come back to you. And everything after that is truly, truly an automatic process. It's like a domino effect. As long as you stay focused and clear on what you want, and keep your emotions in check, the manifestation will happen. You see, when you don't stay focused, and you don't keep your emotions in check, and you start backtracking, and you start, um, uh, you know, a negative self-talk, or talking to self in regard to, maybe I shouldn't, this blah, 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 is this really for me, yada, yada, yada. When you start doubting your belief, when you start truly dinging that belief, what happens is that frequency, that transmission halts in its, in its process because it can only do what you truly believe can be done. This is why belief is so important. Your belief, your belief is the thing that will invoke your um your that will be the power behind your manifestation there's a um just as an fyi the universal law knows or the universal laws know what they need to do and how to do it and they do it well when we allow they don't need us to tell them how to do it nor to show to show them you know it's like it's like you go to you go to a surgeon. It's my hope that the surgeon knows what he what he or she can do and that the surgeon does it well and doesn't need you to tell them how to do it. Just like going to a restaurant. You know, you go to McDonald's or you go to Burger King, you have it your way. You don't need to tell them how to do it, even if you're having it your way. You know, you go in, you don't want pickles, you don't want bacon, you want extra, I don't know, tomato sauce, you want extra pickles, blah, blah. You have it your way, but they know how to do it. They don't need you to tell them how to do it. And so it is with the universal laws. So let me just clarify something here. Just because you believe in something will not automatically make it manifest in your life. 
So up until this point, if if I have given that impression, please forgive me. But this is actually one of those nuances, and it's really, really important. Just because you believe something and you believe in it will not automatically make it manifest in your life. The manifestation process does not work that way. You have to ask for it. And for those of you, I know you've heard me say this a million times, but ask in Aramaic means to claim, demand, or command. You must first ask. Believing is not enough. Believing is, is, um, is part of the process. And contrary to what the law of attraction gurus, and I said law, not plural, the law of attraction gurus teach, you have to first take action on that belief to get the desired reaction and that that starts by asking it's not enough to believe that you are being the ball or living as if you have to ask for what you want and the reason for this is really simple it's ownership accountability and responsibility no one else can take power no one else has the power to Take ownership, responsibility, and accountability for your life and the choices that you make. No one can answer for the things that you have chosen to do. Only you can answer for you, and it's as simple as that. The universal laws are, um, as I said before, like a gigantic uh, jigsaw puzzle, and they fit seamlessly together. The universal laws, actually fall under the divine law of order and flow. Actually, everything in life we do does. And the universal laws are no different. So in order to invoke the universal laws with the power needed, belief is the rocket fuel. And that's what I always say about the power of belief. Belief is the rocket fuel that will take that frequency that you are transmitting to a receiver that can give you what you want. But you have to ask. You have to, you have to ask. You have to make a choice. Making a choice is the first thing. Because without choice, you cannot ask for anything. And once you have made a choice, you can then make that command. And literally, I'm talking about making the command. This I have asked for. And this I have received. I asked for it. It's about owning it. It's about owning it. You know, many, many of the, the, the law of attraction gurus and the information out there and, the, you know, the, the content that's out there, you know, it, it says you, you, you must live as, as if. It's not enough to live as if. You need to ask for it first. And you ask for it by making that demand and command and claiming whatever it is that you say that you want. Living as if doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean that you have asked for it. You know, you, you, you can go and try on a fur coat or, you know, a sustainably created coat or whatever it is these days that's politically correct. But it, 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 it won't be yours 
unless you ask for it. And you ask for it by telling somebody, this is what I want, and I will pay you what it is. I'll pay you the due needed so that I can walk away from, from you and take this with me. Now, many people don't realize that in their life, they do this sort of thing automatically. They do this automatically. We come here with everything that we need, guys. That's our imagination and our understanding of the spiritual laws. We were not sent here without the tools that we needed, the help that we needed, the support that we needed to navigate through life. We're the ones who balls this up. We're the ones who jacks this up. It's us. So once again, there's a divine order and flow to everything we do in life. And, and it's this way too, with consciously using the universal laws to manifest what you want. So there's a PDF. Um, there is definitely a PDF. And I should really put this, I'm going to put this on here. There's a PDF outlining four, 14 laws. And so what I'm going to suggest to you guys is map out how you are using them in your life consciously and how you feel they may have shown up, shown up unconsciously. Again, there's a divine order. And there's a divine order. And that divine order stipulates that you need to do things in a specific way. Yes, we're all unique. All metabolize oxygen the same way. Even if we're put on an iron lung or a respirator or whatever it is called in the world where you live, we will all metabolize oxygen the same way. We all metabolize food in the same way. And yes, uniquely to each individual. Some people's, metabol some people's metabolic rate is faster than others. Fast or slow, it still metabolizes the same way. The ultimate thing, the speed is only the speed. So guys, to get your house in order, just to recap, to get your house in order is simply this. Ask, believe, receive. It's simple. Ask, believe, receive. You need to ask first. In the knowledge and the confidence that you believe, that you will receive. You need to believe in what you're asking for and believe in such a way that you know it's yours without a doubt. But you have to ask for it first. That's, that's one of the most, I think, misunderstood things um, with people. And I don't care what people. You have to ask for it. Most people pray and for my money, they don't pray right. They need to pray from the end. And if you pray from the end, knowing that you have received, what your prayer is, 
is a prayer of gratitude and thanks. That's what prayer should be. Beseeching and begging, that doesn't get it. That doesn't get it. I remember, right, real quick, guys, I, I, I remember when my, my sister, my younger sister, died. I knew she was dead. This is, this is really ironic. I knew she was dead because I was trying to resuscitate her. And, of course, when the ambulance came, they called the code, code blue, they were calling it in. And, you know, I work in a hospital. At that time, I worked in a hospital. I, I, I know what time it was. But yet still, when I arrived at the hospital, I went into the bathroom, and I was praying hard. I was praying so hard, I was crying. I was begging. I was pleading. I was, I, I, you know, I, I, would, I would do this, God, if you do that, yada, 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 yada. And, of course, she was dead, and they came out, you know, they, they came in, and they, the nurse, she was absolutely, I can see her face today. She came in, and she said to my parents, you know, it's not looking good, because they had us in the, I call it the um, bereavement room. I mean, I work in a hospital, so, you know, they, they had us in the bereavement room, and they came in, and we're all huddled in there, you know, and they came into my parents, and they sort of said it's not looking good, and th- she came back um, a short while later, and said that she was so sorry, and then the doctor came and said he was so sorry, and my mum was screaming. I never heard anybody scream like that in my life, but my mum was screaming, and then my dad had to go and identify my sister, and blah, 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 blah. But in that process, I had been praying, and when I had finished, you know, I, 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 when, when it was all done, I, I was like, well, God, what went wrong? I was begging you. But you see, what went wrong was, for me, or in, 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 from that I learned, that you don't beg. You say thank you, knowing that the thing that you have asked for has been given unto you. And that was the lesson I learned from that. And of course, everybody's here on their own journey. So guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Please, please, please go to the laws of attraction in action.com and you can download the PDF with the 14 laws. Take a look at them, what I'm charging you to do. Do your own due diligence. Look at the 14 laws and map out how you are using them currently in your life and how you want to consciously use them to manifest and or if you want to and how you have been using them unconsciously in your life based on what has been manifesting for you. Guys, you are more powerful than you you believe. You are more powerful than you have been led to believe. You are more powerful than you have been taught. You are the power. Within you resides the Christ consciousness. Within you resides Buddha consciousness. Within you resides Muhammad consciousness, Krishna consciousness. And all the deities that are out there, they reside within you. And for me, that one consciousness is called God. In scripture it says, ye are God. Don't you know this? I I beg your pardon. It says, don't you know that ye are God's? How can you not know this coming from the one God? Claim your power. Claim your majesty. Claim it. Step into your purpose. The thing that you have chosen to come here to be. Do your own due diligence. And and let me just say this, guys. Life isn't always going to be, um, you know, uh, filled with cupcakes and rainbows. Your life isn't always going to be like that, guys. Recognize that sometimes it's bloody hard. Sometimes it will knock you to your knees. 
Sometimes it will lay you out flat and sometimes it will have you so elated. You will be levitating as you move through life. It's all in how you choose to respond. It's all in how you choose to respond to how life is showing up for you based upon the choices that you have made. Guys, isn't this how the laws of attraction work? These laws are immutable. They're designed for you. They are exacting. They're malleable, but they are exacting. They're going to do what you in your hearts of hearts want them to do. The laws care less about who you are, what you are, how much money you have, good, bad, disease, what have you, your religious or spiritual belief. The laws are there to honor your belief and your choices. So on that note, goes, guys, guys, on that note, guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Please go to the laws of attraction in action.com. Please go to the laws of attraction in action.com where you can find all this information. Um, where you can find all this information. I look forward to talking with you next week. Don't know what the conversation is going to be about. I'm just putting it this I'm just putting this in here. The laws of oh it's not going in. Okay. All right, guys. Um, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful week. And, yeah, I'll see you on the flip side. Until next time, guys, peace. We're going to go out with a little Bob Marley. Man to man is so unjust. Children, yeah, don't know who to trust. Your